0: Day, planet Earth, Michael Litton, the last DJ host to ride the vibe, broadcasting from the killer studio DRS ATL in Roswell, Georgia. My friend, executive producer and owner of the studio, Wahid Gomes, on the technology, spinning the discs, as it were. And I'm uh, just over the moon, stoked to have Bill Taylor, bass player and vocalist from the Bitter Roots. Since their founding in 2008, the band's groove-oriented approach to rock and roll has drawn comparisons to the Deshi, Tedeschi Trucks Band, easy for me not to say, Tedeschi Trucks Band, Melissa Esridge and Janice Joplin. How cool is that? And Bill, welcome. Thank you, sir. Thanks for having me. Oh my gosh, just a, such a pleasure. And your fans who are legion that have grown so much over the last almost uh, 12 plus years. 12 plus, yeah. Uh, I want to just hip them to the way we roll, Ride the Vibe. And that is we do what I call an old-fashioned album listening party format. So we encourage the listeners to sit back in a comfortable environment of their choosing, you know, in the summer on a raft or wherever it may be, and get a beverage of their choice. Ah, yes. And we have in the studio, thanks to my good friend and owner of From the Earth Brewing, Tim Stevens, From the Earth is in Roswell, Georgia. We are featuring some of their killer beer. And Bill has got a Golden Spiral, which is a German Pilsner. And uh, I am featuring a uh, ball of confusion because the last DJ, that seems to fit. (laughs) And that's a German ale. And Wahid is uh, featuring the Golden Spiral as well. So really delighted to have uh, Tim Stevens and From the Earth be our product placement sponsor on Ride the Vibe, so we can enjoy it. And uh, what we're going to do is we're going to play about six of the Bitter Roots songs, not in their entirety, y'all, because we want you to go out and buy the music, and we want you to go out and buy it from bitterroots.com. Go right to the website, not from Spotify or any of these other places because they don't make any money with that. <laughs> and they got a whole bunch of merchandise and, and all their great albums. So we're going to play a couple minutes of each song, and then we're just going to chit-chat. Uh, great. Great. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan. Cool. Well, uh, s- start Bill and tell me you and Mike, the drummer. Yes. Were original founding members. Talk about how you guys came
1: together. Yeah. So it's been it's ancient history you know, 2008. Yeah. Um, uh, two other guys, uh, Dan and Michael, uh, they got together and put an ad in Craigslist for looking for a bass player and a drummer. Uh, Mike and I answered the ad, and we got together in in Oakhurst with Decatur. Yeah, uh, in Michael's living room, and we played. Uh, I think there were three songs we played that first that first time, and yeah. it sounded really good. We still didn't have a singer at the time, yeah, but it didn't slow us down. So yeah. uh, we, uh, we <laughs> and you did- guys didn't know one another just craigslist so yeah michael and i had had crossed paths previous to that point um you know i'm from decatur as well so we had a lot of common friends yeah um and then michael stayed with us for a couple years and then dan stayed with us a little bit longer yeah uh but uh yeah mike and i um were there for that first session and and we've been there ever since so i'll be darned yeah and just the chemistry and Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he and I get along really well. Actually, the whole band gets along very, very well. That's, that's what's really cool about it is, is like, we're, we're really friends, you know, good friends. You know, even, even during this year of not playing, you know, we haven't played since March of last year. You know, we're, we're always on group text together, uh, uh, or emails trying to, trying to just, you know, have zoom calls at night, that type of thing, trust to stay connected. connected. Whatever you can do it. yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it's been it's been tough. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to see those guys again. Yeah, so, I bet.
0: yeah, and out on a stage. <laughs> I miss it terribly. Well, yeah. we're delighted to have you in the studio. I'm here. You are in person. I'm in here. the studio. I've come across town. <laughs> you have. It's all good. I went OTP. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! It's all good. <laughs> well, I wanna I wanna talk about your bandmates, but before yep. let's cue up No Demands off their fifth album release, Derailer. If we could, Waheed. put that needle on that album track. that song by the Bitter Roots No Demands off their fifth album release Derailer you're listening to Ride the Vibe I've got Bill Taylor the killer bass player with the band in the studio here DRS ATL talk about that song uh Bill if you would and also your uh, two bandmates, two other bandmates in addition to you and Mike
1: Davis. Yeah, yeah. So it's actually three, oh, three. other, Excuse three me, other three. bandmates. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Laura. We're Sorry, we're, Laura. We're, Sorry, Laura. Oh, we're leaving Laura out, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all
0: right.
1: <laughs> my bad. <laughs> so uh, that song, uh, No Demands, was off of our Derailer release that we put out in 2019. Yeah. Um, originally written by, uh, well, I came up with the original riff. Yeah. Um, and it was, I had gone into practice early. I'd worked this thing up. It sounded great. Uh, at the time, Greg Sims, who was our guitar player at the time, and this yeah. was, this would have been about 2018 when we wrote it. Yeah. Um, he, he sat there very quietly and listened to the riff as I was, as I was building the song and he uh, he. Then said, "Hey, you know what? You just wrote a government mule song." Oh wow! So it, he it was totally recognizable. Yeah. He played it for me. I was like, "Man, I just wrote that song." So yeah. he and I over the next 15 minutes worked up the rest of it to change it enough so it wasn't a, a ripoff. So what <laughs> you hear now is yeah. uh, gone through a filter to to re, to you know reduce the uh, the plagiarism, if you yeah. will. So, um, talk um, just talk about that a little
0: bit. Yeah, because you weren't plagiarizing. I mean, that wasn't your, you didn't, it just
1: came yeah, to you. I mean, there's only so many notes, right? Yeah, so I mean, it's right. just a matter of what, what order you put them in. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but it was, but it was, but you were mindful it was that it, it wouldn't. Ah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I'm sure in my subconscious, I'd heard that song. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh that's why it sounded so good to my ear when I was <laughs> quote writing the riff. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we got it changed and um and that's and that's that was the single off the record as well. Right. And um it's what we used to open a lot of shows sure. last year when yeah. we used to do rock and roll shows. Yeah. And um but yeah, it's a good one. And, and then and um, Van Morrison would say stand and deliver, they're coming yeah, back in his new song. That's right. <laughs> um and so you know, you mentioned Mike Davis, yeah. um, drummer. Um, we also have Laura Dees, yep. our powerhouse lead vocalist, vocalist and yeah. just, I mean, she's great. Uh, and I can understand the comparison to yeah.
0: Janis Joplin yeah. or Melissa Etheridge or Susan Tedeschi is exactly. front, front women.
1: Yeah. And she does such a great job um, in front of a crowd as well. Yeah, uh, she really can, um, you know, she, she does very well with working with energized. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got Darren Newfer on sax. Um, oh, he's, but he, he's also, not only is a, a killer sax player, yeah. he's a killer bass player. Oh, and he's a killer uh, recording engineer wow. as well. So he's the guy who's been doing all of our work on uh, another album that we have coming out. Yeah. Um, I was about to say next year, but we're already into next yeah, year. Yeah. <laughs> so in the next few months, we'll okay. have another record that yeah. releases. Yeah. Um, and he 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 also did all of derailer as well. Oh, so nice. he engineered that, mixed it, mastered it. Now, how it, so, does it work? When does he take over playing bass for you? And no, you do... he he's played bass in a lot of other bands. Yeah, and um, we all have other. While while the bitter roots is our core. Yeah, we all play in other bands right, also. Right. And uh he's got another band, or actually another two bands, oh, where wow. he plays <laughs> bass in. Okay. Uh, but he's just he, he's just a really great musician all yeah. around. So, and then our Newest edition for about two and a half years ago, uh, PJ Puelnitz um, on that killer guitar. Yeah. Yeah. He's got the, got the Les Pauls there and yeah. crank to crank to 11. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, just, he just does a great job and, um, it's been really great having him in the group wow. um, as well. So yeah. And, and we, like I said earlier, we, we all get along very well. How together.
0: did they come to the group or how, talk about that dynamic so, a little bit.
1: Um, so, Laura came in, and Laura's been with us for like nine years now. Wow. So she, you know, but but really, she's our fourth singer. I know that sounds crazy. Uh, Bitter Roots have had some personnel uh, issues along the way. Ch- changes, uh, yeah. But we've had 19 people come through. Oh, my gosh. So, you and Mike Davis are like the <laughs> well, rocks. Yeah, exactly. Holding so, down
0: that uh, rhythm yeah. section, so so the, so the, to the, speak. The
1: way that the lead singer position worked for the first couple of years is we had... Uh, we had our first, well, first of all, we did our first show with no singer. Like I sang some, Dan and Michael sang some, and it just didn't, it just did not sound like something that we wanted to subject the public to anymore. (laughs) And, um, so we decided we, we had to get a a, a real lead singer. So we got a, we, we, uh, we put an ad out and had a singer and that singer lasted three shows. Um, and then she left and then we had another singer. (laughs) uh had went you know really well she lasted three shows wow. she moved to the west coast oh wow. then we our third singer she came in guess how many shows she did <laughs> one three, oh, three. shows they all three there's just the like a, you got the Three, <laughs> yes so they each of them did three shows Whoa. so we were we were nine shows in <laughs> and we With met three Miss, and we met Miss Laura dees wow. who was a common friend of my sister so okay. so Laura uh, uh, knew my sister very well okay. and when um, I told my sister that we were looking for a singer and we were having a you know heck of a time trying to find yeah. somebody who was compatible, um, she she knew Laura. So, wow. uh And then Laura, there's another story. I'm not sure if I should tell this, but when we first well, you can, met
0: but you gotta, at you, Smith's
1: Old Bar. To, can you hold that? Yeah. Because we're going to take just a short yeah. break
0: to support the sponsor that uh, is gracious enough to support Ride the Vibe out of the generosity of his heart. God bless him. <laughs> that would be Waheed Gomes and DRSATO. Uh, We'll be right back after the short break, and then we're going to play some more music and hear this story that uh, Bill shouldn't share. I probably shouldn't share. Hopefully, he's going (laughs) to still share it after the break. We'll be right back, y'all. Stay with us. Get that beer from From the Earth.
2: DRS provides professional audio mixing and mastering services. They also provide other creative services, such as voiceover editing, audio restoration, and audio forensics. They have great customer service. Their work is fast and efficient and their prices are affordable. You can learn more about their creative services by visiting them on the web at drsatl.com. Again, that's drsatl.com. Or call them at 404-590-0779. Again, that's 404-590-0779. D-R-S, when the right sound matters.
0: You are back on Ride the Bob, Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play and saying what he wants to say, and someone else is going to say what he wants to say. That would be Bill Taylor, the bass player for the Bitter Roos. Bill was just getting ready to tell a story. He said he wasn't supposed to tell, but the beer has loosened those lips. <laughs> 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 Had delicious oh. beer, that delicious golden spiral from From the Earth, Tim Stevens. So go ahead, Bill. Well,
1: I'll give the abbreviated <laughs> G-rated version. You can give any version uh, you, you know, want because we're a uh, podcast. Yeah, but I, I still got to talk to Laura. Oh, oh so gotcha. This okay. Song, this this this, uh, this story is about how we met Laura. We yeah. were playing a show at Smith's Bar. Yeah. Uh, with our third singer, who is on her third show. Yeah. And uh, the Curse of the Three. L- Laura had been into the sauce a little bit. Ah. And uh, came up to me after the show, and she's like. Your band sounds great, and I'm, I'm also not going to use the exact same uh, uh, <laughs> tone and accent. And uh, she, I mean, she was kind of talking in cursive a little bit. Yeah. But uh, you know, your band sounds great, but yeah. your singer sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. You should
1: hire me. Ah. Uh, so that's how. Yeah. and wow. So um, yeah, we we said, wow, that's uh, that's and bold. was she there to listen to she, you? Yeah, all she was there to listen. Your sister. Yeah. Yeah. So we thought that was pretty bold and uh, she has never let up on, on uh, voicing her opinion uh, in the nine years that we've known her, so her. but we love her.
0: She's great. That's, and did she intimidate the other singer? Is that why the other singer left? <laughs> no, no,
1: the other singer was asked to leave. Oh, she was? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After we sat down with Laura, uh, that was we, it. we,
0: yeah, we were like, the chemistry. This so, wow. Yeah. So a marriage now made in heaven, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. I mean, we certainly, we're like any other group of people that are right. together a lot. We have our ups and downs and, uh, you know, our ins and outs, but overall, um, you know it's a it's a great
0: group of people chemistry yeah Yeah, and putting out some killer music I think we ought to hear Let's Go this is also a track off Derailer and uh, let's cue that up if we could why he'd get the needle on that album track Rayler, and it's easy to see why it has been said of this band that they are very much like Tadeshi Trucks, Melissa Etheridge, or Janis Joplin. That Laura D's on the vocals and Mike Davis on the drums, Darren on the saxophone, PJ on that guitar, and Bill Taylor on that bass. Love it. Talk Thanks. about that song uh, and, you know, you know that's I, one. anything else you want to talk
1: yeah, about? Yeah, that's one we uh, wrote. I don't know, uh, four or five years ago now. And, uh, it was, we opened a lot of shows with it. It's a great opening yeah, song. I and, can see uh, the two of
0: those back to back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, and usually when, when we would do a show, if one was the opener, the other would be the closer. closer sure. Yeah. So, sure. uh, those are, you definitely played the two tracks off the record that, that, that are my favorite as yeah. well. And also <laughs> the, fa- you know, my favorite to play. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's uh, high energy, fun. Yeah, especially that last, that let's go, you know, yeah. when uh, you, you know we play in a big room um, and it's just me and Mike there at the beginning. Yeah. And it's just the, and the PA is just right. The whole room shakes. Yeah. And it's like, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a good feeling as a bass player yeah. to move somewhere right. like that. So <laughs> uh, I love yeah. It. Yeah. Yes. So it's all good. And, um and then, you know, I mentioned earlier we've got a new record. Yeah. Uh, coming out in 2021. Um, and what we did there is, and which is this year. It is to, exactly it's crazy. Yeah, we, we've been we've been wishing for 2021 to get here for so long and yeah. here we are. So uh but what we did is uh and we started recording this uh pre-COVID. Yeah. Um and we wanted to go back and re-record um 14 of our of our favorite tunes, right? From the catalog. Yeah. And the reason we did that is if you go back and listen to our first, second, third albums. Yeah. There's no Darren there. There's no saxophone there. There's no PJ there. Yeah. Um, the band is so you know it's only five of us in the band, and you know with with two of us not and you know not even having sax there. If you listen to any one of those first three records and then come see us live, yeah, we don't sound anything like, like that. It, so right, um, we've evolved. Those songs have evolved. Yeah, with different instrumentation. Sure. And so we thought it was a great idea. I love just it. Just to go and. Um, you know, they're our favorites yeah. and it's the ones that are a lot, that really resonate <laughs> with a lot of people as well. Um, and there are a few choice, tr- uh, choice tracks on there that we rarely play live, yeah. but we really love the song yeah. and we wanted to give it another, another chance. So, I love that. yeah. So, well, and
0: it's one of my faves, Greg Allman, the late great, Oh yeah. uh, when he recorded Back to Macon, his, mm-hmm. la- you know, his live down That's in right. Macon, yep. it was said of that he wanted to introduce horns. Yep into those songs and he did and it changed but it was it was a brilliant refresh if you absolutely, will absolutely right which is kind of yeah. cool so when can folks uh, be on the lookout for that at www.bitterroots.com the dot, dot oh the yes 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 yeah,
1: thank you bitterroots.com Yep. um we uh, we've been uh, passing some rough mixes back and forth right now. Yeah. I was going to bring a new one in tonight, but okay. we're not quite ready yeah. for people to hear yet. Yeah um, We're just still doing some tweaking here and there. but I really hope to have it out in the first you know three or four months of Love this it. year. Uh, it's all up to Darren. Uh, <laughs> Darren, Darren honor, you it's listen. all up to Darren. <laughs> Not too Darren much pressure. <laughs> all right. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, we'll have you back in that the studio great, yeah. and uh, promote yeah. that album. Thank you. Cool. Well, I want to hear, uh, if we could, Wahid The Other Door. This is also off a derailleur. And if you could cue that up, that would be killer. ride the vibe, the other door off a derailer, and you can get that album, and you want to do this, go to the website, thebitterroots.com, and buy it off of there, because if you buy it from Spotify, they're going to make like 0. .00032 cents. On a good day. Yeah, if you play it lots of times. <laughs> <laughs> so go out and buy the album, and you you know, the musicians aren't gigging, right? So that's sad for them in lots of ways, and we're going to talk about that, and you all aren't going to gig, so you got a little extra coin in your pocket, so buy the album, for crying out loud. Bill, talk a little bit about what it's like not gigging, and then also what it, some of the killer shows yeah. that you did that are memorable, because you've had such a diverse, you know, from Moses Moe and Butch Trucks and Cool and the Gang. Talk about some of your highlights yeah. and,
1: and what it's
0: like not gigging. And okay, such. So,
1: so yeah, I mean, 2020 sucked, right? So, um, you know, our last show was March 6th, my My birthday oh was it (laughs) happy birthday Michael (laughs) well we'll come back around on that in just a moment yeah I I like I'll have a note on that I love it uh so yeah we were down at Georgia College on March 6th just like any other show came in that night uh threw our stuff in the room said we'll see you next weekend and that never happened uh in the meantime, I actually flew up to New York the week after that to go see the Allman Brothers at oh Madison Square God. Garden. Yeah. And we just caught that on the last, that was March the 10th, Mm-mm-mm. and then flew back home March the 11th, and then the world shut down. And, uh, you know, originally we thought it was going to be just a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Um, here we are, 2020, January 2021, and still not back. Oh. So, you know, I think a lot of us, you know, especially for us, we went from playing every other weekend... Um, for, for a decade to nothing. Yeah. Um, and we, God, that's we, so hard. Oh yeah. Well, it was also you know for me personally, it's a it's my you know I have a fairly strenuous, uh, stressful you know day, day job, right? And this is the way that I can uh, you know, this, is, this was my outlet you release, right? Yeah, release. and uh, to go to nothing. So you know, I was certainly in a state of grieving. Uh, I didn't play guitar for two months, uh, or maybe maybe two and a half months. And um, you know it's, it's just, sort of a depression. I mean, you just oh, feel You're like, completely. why bother? I mean, right. what's the it, point? Exactly, exactly. So, um, so yeah, we did that, and then um, we did we did a few things this summer, which yeah. we did it. Uh, we can talk about that in a moment. But yeah. uh, we did some uh, some cool stuff this summer, uh, and then we're getting ready to. Um, uh, have some shows in 2021. Yippee! So Praise loud, the Lord! Yeah, exactly. Some <laughs> some loud, sweaty, obnoxious rock shows coming nice. up. Nice. Um, yeah, we're we're playing March the sixth. Oh, cool. 2021, which will be exactly one year, year. from our Back last show in no, May. This will be in Birmingham. Okay, a ghost train. Yeah. Um, all of our, um, our our spring calendar will be outside. Yeah. Socially distanced pod style. Yeah. Um, uh, so that's March 6th in Birmingham. Nice. And then I'm very happy to announce that yeah. in April, we're doing a three-night run with uh, with our buddies in All Good. Okay. Uh, where we're doing uh Friday night in Macon, um, Saturday night here in Roswell yeah. and from the earth. I love it. Uh, for their drive-in series. Yep. And then Sunday, we're going back over to Birmingham uh, to uh, Avondale Brewing. So all so, you Roswellians, yeah. be on the lookout.
0: If you, you got to get over to... From the Earth Brewing. Support Tim Stevens. He's got killer food, farm to table, great beers. And now we are going to get treated to some killer music. Really looking forward to it. So that's going to be fantastic. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to take just a short break to support this. uh, We're doing a collaboration, which is kind of cool. I think it's kind of cool. With a very innovative cat named Jason Becknell, who started Radio Tucker. And his tagline is locally programmed but globally enjoyed because it's an inter- internet-based radio uh, thing, and you can get it via app and all this and that. And so you can listen it's to great. it anywhere. And he features primarily Georgia homegrown music, including independent local bands like The Bitter Roots, as well as you know bands that have made it like R.E.M. and da-da-da-da. Uh, and Jason was on the show, Ride the Vibe, And through our our collaboration, he's now rebroadcasting Ride the Vibe shows on Tuesday night from 9 to 10, so we love that. So a little uh, shout-out to Jason, and if we could, why he'd tee up his uh, commercial.
1: Hi there, it's Jason from Radio Tucker. We're the new station in town, but you don't have to live in Tucker to enjoy the music we play. We play a mix of music from the 60s to today's alternative indie and all-country. We're local, so we love local music. We play lots of Georgia bands, and we'll even play your local band. Streaming 24-7 at RadioTucker.com or look for us on the TuneIn app or ask Alexa to play Radio Tucker. Locally programmed, globally enjoyed, we're Radio Tucker.
0: I love it. So thanks so much to Jason Backnell for doing all he's doing for local musicians and, and musicians in general with his show. So you want to check out Radio Tucker. And then right before that little break, we were just talking about uh, some shows that you guys are getting ready to do. Praise the Lord. I know. <laughs> really looking forward to them. Oh my God. And you're going to be at from the earth. Do you have a date on that? for yeah, the uh, Saturday, uh, April
1: the 10th. 10th.
0: I love it. Well, it's a, such a great venue. And Tim Stevens, the owner there is just a uh, music. Uh, rave raving music fan oh great and great. uh so he's looking forward to it and he was you know so uh, gracious to provide the beers that we're enjoying tasty uh bill has got a ball of confusion i'm doing because uh, it i'm no no i've got the ball of confusion <laughs> <laughs> that would only stand a reason and uh bill's got the golden spiral and then why he's doing the golden spiral so i think uh you know we talked about this um you know inability to really perform and such and know how difficult it's been so if we could Wahid, let's cue up time to space which is or spare time to spare excuse me thanks bill and (laughs) the ball of confusion oh my gosh (laughs) that's the last dj saying what he wants to Uh, say and screwing up all the time time to spare which uh, we'll talk about but that was a song that you guys did distanced completely distanced yeah yeah. so let's cue that up if we could (laughs) Wahid. There's something appropriate about that title,
1: and uh, Bill, flush that out a little bit. Yeah. So, so we had written this song at the tail end of 2019. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. And it actually played it out at two shows. So our first, like, we played one in one in February and one in actually March 6th. We played that one, and then when the world shut down, uh, we shut down, and we had the opportunity to play a streaming show in July. For our friends amplify uh, my community, Amplify Decatur, yeah, uh, in which they 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 do great work uh, in uh, all over all over the southeast um, to help combat the homelessness. And uh, we've, nice. a huge charity that we've we've always been big supporters of. Yeah. Um, so as we were uh, coming into that date of doing the live streaming show, um, we thought we as a way to to kind of to to bump up that that exposure. Let's take a song and see if we can record it remotely. Yeah. So. Uh, we took that song that we had only played out twice. Uh, mm. we still didn't really even have a, a good arrangement for it yet, even though we would played it out. Um, so I sat down with an acoustic guitar, wrote up you know, basically in garage band, wrote the whole thing. I mean, recorded the whole thing, sent that over to Mike. Yeah. Uh, Mike put his drums on there, sent it back to me. I put bass on there. And then we, yeah. so we kept, we kept passing it around yeah. and then Darren kind of put all this pieces together and made it all sound you know, a lot better than it probably did when when we sent the files yeah, to them. So yeah. that was uh, what we did there. Um, so yeah, that that song was completely recorded remotely. None of us were in the same room together, uh, how, using Dropbox. And, how is that? I mean, what? Oh, it's weird. There's no yeah. There's no yeah. It's uh. It's um. But there are a lot of bands who did had to do that. Right, this year. of course. So, you know, well, so no, it was good that, the mother of invention. yeah, yeah, mean, yeah. you do what you have to do. So so we did that. Um and then uh, about a week before the show, we had the song ready to go. Uh, we had an idea to to actually create a video for it too. So uh, if you go to our, our Facebook page or our yeah. YouTube uh link, we actually ran around with a bunch of cell phones and we each recorded ourselves Oh no, <laughs> you know, Lip syncing or yeah. playing or whatever, yeah. We edited it together and we released the 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 single on Spotify, right? And the video, and we did the live show all on the same day. Oh my God. In July, um, so it was it was really something to look forward to, yeah. uh, In July, and then that was the last time that we've gotten together. I think it's the last time. Uh, yeah, it's the last time we've seen each other uh, or been in the same room together. We we st- like I said earlier, we do the Zoom calls and stuff, but yeah,
0: yeah. It's just. Well, you know, and it's like what Tim Stevens has done with his drive-ins. You know, I mean, he had to reinvent yeah. himself to yeah. s- to
1: stay in business. It's such a great concept, too. We're really looking forward to playing yeah. that 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 venue, if you will. Yeah. So it's unbelievable uh, yeah. that you what you ha- what you do
0: as an entrepreneur and you guys as oh, yeah. as a band are entrepreneurs trying to, you know, make a go of right. it. it's um you know, it's just remarkable, I think. We'll talk about we we touched on it a little bit. Because we're going to tee up um, this town, which is uh, off your live at the 120 Music Hall 2014 release. But talk about some of the unique uh, live performances that you've done.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, mean, maybe a couple of the top three that yeah. stand out. We've, we've been so fortunate to have played with a lot of uh, just amazing musicians. Uh, Grammy winners. uh, You know, we've got a chance to play with Mavis Staples who, you know, she's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Unbelievable. Jeff Tweedy from Wilco. Uh, we played with Cool in the Gang uh, down in Peachtree City for a sold-out show. Unbelievable. Uh, we've been with Everclear. We played in front of ten thousand people with Everclear in Love Woodstock. It. Yeah. Uh, you did Butch. Butch, butch trucks. trucks talking about the yeah, Almond Bros. The late great exactly with his just amazing band. Yeah. Um, the most unique show that I though. I mean, we yeah. played with some killer killer acts. Yeah. Uh, we did go up to Tennessee, uh, dead into a cave. So oh Cumberland God. Caverns, yeah, uh, three hundred and thirty-three feet underground with Mother's Finest. Oh my God! <clears throat> so we Moses, had, yeah, I Mo. love the Moses Mo. Oh, he's great. Yeah, and we played a show down there. Wow, and it was just amazing. What's the What's the venue, if you
0: will, or what's the? It's a
1: dusty, you know, millions-year-old room. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when how you how many leave, is
0: it hold? What's it? I mean, what's uh, the, we had
1: about 800 people in there. Wow. And then they yeah. go down like a, yeah, you walk in like show. a quarter mile. Wow. And you, you know, you're yeah, over the course of a quarter mile, you're dropping 333 feet. Yeah. And you open up in this large cavern with this. And huge it's a music handler. venue or is it? It's, it's a, a, it's a concert venue. Wow. So they, they they're one offs. Yeah. Um, you know, when they do a show, they have to bring everything in. Yeah. Right. Because of the humidity level, they can't leave any metal. Yeah, down right, there and right. rust. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, they, we had to load all our gear in through oh a converted uh, Jeep oh that, had, that the roof had been taken off and the the tires had been like the, the whole thing had been lowered so it could get under all the rock, yeah, yeah. rock formations and uh two yeah, just phenomenal good. yeah great yeah. great yeah. Uh, just had a great time. And so that bass line and the drum oh, just, it, yeah. it resonating uh, absolutely. And then tired. there was a there was a fine layer of dust on everything as we got home. We had to have a a cable cleaning party when we got back. Literally, to, oh, there was dust on everything. Wow, yeah. I mean, you're you're underground, underground you, yeah, you, you know. And, you get eight hundred people in there kicking up dust, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it's a great light show, yeah, right? Because <laughs> the exactly. lights playing off yeah, all the yeah, dust for, particles. And for my, my buddy Greg Sims, they had purple lights there as well. Oh so my god, kind of inside joke, but uh, anyway, <laughs> a, we'll have to flush yeah, that yeah, out yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's uh,
0: let's hear this town, and then I want to co- uh, come back and yeah, talk yeah. about your live performance at uh, one twenty Music Hall, yeah. if we could. Uh, why he cue that up? on Ride the Vibe. Michael Litton, the last DJ, playing what he wants to play, and in this case, playing the killer music of the BitterRoots.com. This town, and it's only prophetic because that is a, a song off there live at 120 Music Hall, and live music is coming back, y'all, in 2021. So talk about that song and live at 120 Music Hall, if you would, Bill. So
1: that song, This Town, was originally written by Laura Dees. Okay. And it was, so when she joined the band, she brought a handful of songs with her. She had 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 her own solo band uh, in town for for many, many years and had um, uh, one or two records. uh, I can't remember exactly, but this was one song that... When we were kind of going through our catalog, looking for stuff to steal for us, that's <laughs> one that I said, oh, we should, we should pull that one across. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're still, um, actually on that new record that we've got coming out, I think yeah. there's three or four of pre Bitterroots Laura D songs wow. that, that are still in our catalog, yeah. um, that we've, they obviously have, have, have evolved and changed over time. And, uh, but yeah, that's, that's, that's where that came from. Mm. And, uh, love it. You know, I think when she brought it in was a three minute song. Yeah, and Uh, it's 7.14
0: on Well, you know, and there
1: there were times that it it clocks in at 11, 12, 13 minutes. And
0: y'all were only playing a couple minutes. So it gives us time to converse. And most importantly, we're just teasing you up. So you go out and buy that album off of www.thebitterroots.com and pay the money, get the album. So what was uh, what's the venue live at? I, I was not familiar with it So that. yeah,
1: one twenty Music Hall was this yeah. great venue over in Marietta, Marietta. for years. Yeah. and I think they've probably been gone now for several years. Yeah, uh, we were there as part of a music festival, uh, so we had an hour set there. But yeah, it was it was it's a great room. Yeah, just a you know eardrum bl- you know busting PA in there. It was yeah. great. Now, what made you decide
0: to record live there? Or? So, our
1: good buddy Skip Lepicus was there, multi-tracking all the bands that day, ah. and he had some great multi-tracks of us. Yeah. And like, they were ninety percent done. Wow! So we're like, "Well, we let's, 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 yeah, can't it's, not it's a, do it. It's a record. <laughs> so let's, let's just release it." So, yeah. So, talk about in this day and age, we we kind of
0: uh, not kidded a little bit about the the Napster thing or the Spotify thing. But what what are your, y'all thought your thoughts on Sing releasing a single versus an album or EP and you know it seem I've had artists like Moses said he wasn't sure whether he'd ever record another album because people just aren't yeah. buying music that way.
1: Well, well it's true. Yeah. I mean I think especially people um, you know, if if Spotify is your main listening um, you know, uh, you know, uh vehicle, if you yeah. will, uh that makes no sense to have an album. Right. Uh we've done quite a few EPs also. Right. Uh Time to Spare was a single. Uh, we've talked uh, even as this new record of releasing it as four EPs yeah. over, you know, over like maybe, you know, two or three months apart releasing over a year. Um, you know, I don't think there's any right way or wrong way. Right. Um, I know, uh, you know a lot of people release a lot of singles and it, and it does work out pretty well. It's, so.
0: it's shifting sand. It is. I mean, it's just, it uh, it, as yeah. you said, I think there's no right way or wrong way. Do you write or do you, Consciously think about that, or does that not even come into play? Never comes in. Yeah, yeah. So the creative process is, and then how does how does the group? What's the dynamic on that? All right. Does everybody yeah.
1: contribute, or typically um, the the songwriting process uh, has been we will write the music first, yeah, or the riff first, or yeah. the arrangement first. Um, and I mentioned earlier, Darren is our you know, our recording engineer, he's got a great studio we go into. Um, we, we did record a whole batch of demos the end of 2019, which is, seems like ancient history that will end up being a record at some point. Yeah. Uh, um, time to spare was part of that, that writing process. Um, and we have, you know, we have some others there. So we get together, spend a whole day, um, coming up with stuff, coming up with, Come, coming up with different arrangements once we get them into a state where it's it sounds like a like it could be a song yeah. we send it over to Laura ah. and then Laura sits down with them with her headphones and her and her pencil and paper and she she's got this incredible talent of of writing lyrics and melodies that work mm. um so she is the I was about to say primary she is yeah. the lyricist uh, of the bitter roots okay um and she is the 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 person who writes all of the vocal melodies as well okay.
0: so Wow, yeah and when you're do, when you're doing this process, it sounds like you're embracing the genius of the and. so it's going to be an EP or it could be multiple EPs, it could be a single, it could be an album. You're not locked into one. It's just however the music comes to y'all. yeah, yeah and how you just make it then fit into whatever well, the packages.
1: Yeah, so like that song "Try Me Again," that we just played, yeah, that was on our first record. It was also on the live record. It, we also re-recorded it on the on an EP we did um, back in 2013. Wow! And then we're going to re-record Record it again, again for the new one. Yeah. So so yeah. I mean, so if that's, it's good, it's good, right? It,
0: you know, right? It just gets better. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to take just a short break to support a sponsor that's near and dear to my heart: the Foundation for Premature Infants. And then we're going to be right back and play some French fry. The number of premature infants born in the United States each year, 380,000. That's 9.8% of the total births in the U.S. The foundation for premature infants' mission is to advocate for the right of all premature infants to be cared for in a developmentally supportive and age-appropriate manner. Our vision is to ensure that Premature Infants Bill of Rights is the standard of care for all babies born prematurely 24 hours per day, 365 days per year on all shifts in every neonatal intensive care unit throughout the world. Please consider making a donation by visiting us on Facebook, Foundation for Premature Infants or at our website, foundationforprematureinfants.org. And I appreciate y'all that uh, are out there supporting the Foundation for Premature Infants. Thank you so much. for uh, Many times what you're you're doing is uh, you're saying, hey, it's my birthday, but I don't want money, you know, or I don't want gifts, et cetera. You know, please donate to the foundation. And we uh, take that money and turn around and give it to these clinicians who are taking care of these little people who have no voice. So really deeply appreciate it. Just having a great conversation with Bill Taylor, bass player and vocalist. Bill, talk a little bit about your when you recognized your passion for music, and in, it sounds like you're a guitarist as well as a bass player, and you know how you went back and forth and you know gravitated to the bass over yeah. the guitar, etc. Or...
1: Yeah, I've been in a band since I was 14. Wow, so and I'm, I'm considerably older than 14 now, <laughs> so uh, I, I turned I actually turned the 50 oh, uh, the odometer five, yeah. switched over to 50 this year yeah. or late in 2020. Nice, uh, but I was originally a keyboard player. Interesting. So, okay. you know, I came, I came up during the, during the mid and late eighties where yeah. you couldn't find a guitar player, uh, mm-hmm. anywhere on a, on a record. Uh, you know, it was all, it was all Depeche mode and all that insanity. Yeah. So I, I, followed that. Um, so I was a keyboard player and then went to, uh, went to college, bought my, bought a bass and a guitar on the same day. Wow. Um, and I was already in a band in college yeah. playing keys. Yeah. Yeah. and um, learned how to play the bass over the course of a couple of weeks. We already had, we were playing fraternity parties already. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, so I was playing uh, keys with with the left-hand bass, basically, Uh, and learned how to play bass, left the keyboard at home, started playing bass, and basically that's, I've been a bass player since
0: and at 14 but before that yeah. younger were i mean in high you, school just high school but i mean something. did you come out of the womb no kind of no, thing, no, or no you i don't de- think so. developed
1: um, parents influence it wasn't or? really until i got so i was i was a big music fan in high school but yeah. it wasn't until i got to college uh where you know you've got all this additional extra time on your hands mm-hmm. right uh, to sit around and and learn how yeah. to play and listen to music and you know, also it's a college is a great place to go see live music as sure. well. So we had a lot of bands that came through. Yeah. Um, uh, You know, you, there there was always a band. You could always go see a band yeah. any night of the week right. in a college town. Yeah. So uh, I always just knew I wanted to be and part your of all, that. Alma mater. Your, your <laughs> alma mater, uh, Georgia College oh, Millersville. Ah, nice. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So how did you then gravitate towards the bass over keyboard, guitar, etc.?
1: Well, like I said, when I started playing bass in uh, my freshman year of college, I never looked back. Uh, but I still play guitar. And- what, what drew you to it over the I just, other two? Term- it is by far the coolest instrument on stage. <laughs> uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Take that, you guitarist. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's like you know. I mentioned it earlier. You know, when you're when when it's uh, when you've got that rumble, yeah. going the the room shaking. Yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 a powerful feeling. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Well, we are—we're just blown by this time, but I want to cue up French
0: Fries. This is off your uh, 2010 release, and this is the title track. Yeah, is that? very first oh, song this... we wrote, actually. So wow. I wanted to bring this in to kind of—yeah—we're
1: kind of going back in time. So this was the very first song we wrote in 2009. Yeah. Uh, so we, we weren't even
0: You up guys there. collectively And this is when you were The
1: band that you yeah, are Primarily it was It was brought in by one By Dan Okay and then, But it's evolved a thousand times yeah. Since then So yeah Well if we could Waheed Let's hear a
0: little French fries And I'll tell you The from the earth has got some killer French fries off their 2010 release of the same name. That was the first track they all wrote together. Talk a little bit about that process and talk about, I mean, again, you you guys have evolved so much, but stayed together and uh, it's just, uh, it's kind of an amazing story. Yeah, we don't know any better, I guess. Yeah,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and... Yeah, so that the yeah, French fries was the very first song we wrote. It yeah. was brought in by Dan. Yeah, uh, it's evolved so many times. Yeah, um, it's on the new record as well, yeah. coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's a theme there. There's a theme. Think, yeah. It's always been one of my favorites to yeah. play as well. It's, it's, a, a, cool it's a great song. tune. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I wanted to kind of bring in you know where we came from. Yeah. Uh, and that record was recorded at home also. I love so it. So we've um, we've actually never done a true studio like a like. Darren's got a great studio, but we've all always done it ourselves. Yeah. I mean, we're probably the, you know, the quintessential DIY band. Yeah. You know, we do all our own marketing, all our own booking, all yeah. our own records, our whatever. Hey, it's, it's working. Yeah. Well, we 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 we, we wanted to work more <laughs> <Yeah>. in 2021. <laughs> yeah, that's amen to right? that. Right, yeah. Well,
0: it starts, like, and again,
1: uh, let people know where you're going to be. March 6th, you're kicking off. So March 6th <clears> in <throat> Birmingham, at yeah. Ghost Train. Um, uh, Friday, April the 9th, down at the Society Garden in uh, Macon, Georgia. Uh, The next night, uh, April the 10th at From the Earth Drive-In Series right here in Roswell, Georgia. Love it. Uh, The following night over in Birmingham for the Avondale Brewing. Yeah. And then if if the world has not caught on fire yet, (laughs) we hope to be back in uh, our home base of Eddie's Attic. Yeah uh, in May for our 13th anniversary show.
0: Wow. 13th so, anniversary. Eddie's yeah. attic. I love it. Well, good, 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 good. So we're almost out of time, but as a bass player, <clears throat> being the, coo- being, having it be the coolest instrument by far instrument, in, 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 by <laughs> far on stage. <laughs> so tell me you have, um, you're, uh, a, a Um, You're the manager, and you can put together a three-piece band of either living or dead musicians. Who are your three choices? That is an incredibly impossible thing to answer. (laughs) Starting with bass. Who would be be your selection on bass? Who's your... Your me- you know, your...
1: it's like... It's like I, I, not mentor, I but... I could who... come up... You know, the, the better question would be, well, who are, who's in your top 20? Okay. Like, I have so many favorite bass yeah. players out there. Well, and you, you it, the, who would you... Well, I mean, like flashy, like over the top, Victor yeah. Wooten, okay, uh, like absolutely just all around uh, musician. You'd have Paul McCartney, Cartney. or Sting,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: uh, or Getty Lee. See, I would go, uh, with,
0: I or, would go with McCartney because yeah. he's a great vocalist and writer and yeah. you know harmony you and that. It. So that would, yeah, yeah. All right, then who do you who do you put on either keyboard or guitar and uh, who do you play drums? Be, well, I
1: mean, my favorite guitar player is well, <laughs> once again, it's a top yeah, twenty list, yes, right? right? It's hard, you know, what day of the week is it, right? So, uh, but Dwayne Allman. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a late grade. Yeah. So God, yeah.
0: And then who do you put on, uh, either drums or keys if you want
1: to, Oh, drums, I would put, um, I mean, I've always loved Stuart Copeland. Um, you know, once again with sting, yeah, he's just, he's phenomenal. Um, you know, we lost Neil Peart last, last year. Um, you know, but, uh, yeah. Wow. That's a, I, I should have come more prepared. No, that, no. I that, told that, you no uh, yeah. trick questions. That's right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, but you know, I thought it was something to just throw out there. So my, you know, I would do uh, of course, McCartney, and then I'd have to go with Clapton on uh, guitar. And then I got to go with uh, Don Henley on drums because, okay. uh, you know, then I got writers. That's right. Hey, you, I get, got, you got a great record. Coming I got, out of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get some, well, Bill, it has just been an absolute uh, gas. And thebitterroots.com is where you all want to go buy the stuff from them, not from all these other sources, because they may actually make some money when you buy from the website. And then for you Roswellians, be on the lookout April 10th from the earth. And it's just a great, great beer. And thank you so much to Tim Stevens for featuring some Golden Spiral Some going out west and bollock confusion, which is bollocked up the last DJ for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And we're uh, looking forward to that new album from the Bitter Roots coming out. And then you definitely want to check out Radio Tucker, uh, which is internet based, so you can listen to all this local great music. And then you can catch Ride the Vibe as well. Bill, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. God bless. We're out of (laughs) here.